Hey, what's up? Yo, this is 50 Cent. I'm Jeremiah. What's up? This your boy, Lil Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. Tune in Tuesday nights from 10 p.m. until midnight on 88.7 FM to hear DJ Z13 live in the mix. I like this mix. <laughs> With CK, Emily, Dante, and Sway on WJCU. I love this station. Hello, is this Rico? Yeah, this week, uh, What's going on? Just uh, wanted to ask you a few questions. Not going to keep you on here too long, but yeah, we'll air you on the radio, play a few some of your music, and it should be good. Okay. And uh, first question, uh, if you just want to give a little background information about yourself, how you got into the industry, just for the, for the viewers that do not know. Um, well, my name is Rico Love. I'm a songwriter producer. Um, I got into business because I was sleeping on these guys called the Corner Boys Couch. And they were based out of Atlanta. And we would just write music every day. One day a guy by the name of Ed Long approached us and said, yo, Usher's looking for producers and writers. And I was wondering if you, if, if you, he's saying that I wonder if, um, if you guys could uh, do some stuff for Usher, remixes for Usher. So I say, yeah, you know, that'd be cool. That'd be an incredible opportunity. So they Usher was doing a remix album at the time. So I re he, he I, I did a verse on the remix album and the Corner Boys produced the track. He heard me and thought I was, you know, dope and invited me to perform at a showcase. When I performed at this showcase, they loved me so much that uh Usher offered me a contract and that's how really I got my start. And then afterwards I was uh invited to his label but he gave me an opportunity because I didn't have money. He said, I would like you to write a song on my album if you need money. And I wrote a song called Throwback, and that changed my life. And it was on the Confessions album. It sold 29 million albums so far around the world. And I changed my whole trajectory in my career. And that's how I got on as an artist and a writer and a producer. Yeah, that's sweet. Uh, Confessions is one of, one of the best R&B albums ever, I would say, myself. But Yeah, I agree. Yeah, what was it like writing for Usher? What would you say is like um, one of the most complex parts of writing a song for somebody like Usher? Um, I don't know if it's complex. I'm a huge Usher fan more than anything. So I think being a fan of his music and understanding what I would like to hear from the from the um, standpoint of a fan, it makes it kind of easy for me to write for him because I'm just focusing on what I would like to hear. So I don't know if I, I could point out a, a more difficult part of constructing the record fam. It's more it's more fun. It's my passion. I enjoy it. The politics of the business, that's the part where it gets a little tricky, but as far as the actual creation, that's that's passion work. And passion work is always fun. Yeah, for sure. And I just that's so interesting to me that you wrote for Usher. He's like he's great. Uh do you still do writing now or like what would you like to promote for people that's listening? Like do you still write? Uh, what else you got to get into? Yeah, I still write. Uh, I own a record company called D1MG. I have a, a ton of artists on the roster, and I still write and produce for them. I still write and produce for other artists. But um, my passion now is, is more development and building uh, artists from scratch and developing my label. I'm also the vice chairman of the Grammys, um, so, which is an incredible feat because I'm the youngest vice chairman in the history of the Recording Academy, 64 years. And I'm the third black man to have a hold that position. So um, it's more an executive side, owning uh, masters, writing and developing uh, for artists and 
building artists from scratch. That's more of my passion right now. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, do you like the management side of things, or do you, do you I'm like... I'm not a manager. Uh, do, do you like the executive side of things, I would say, since you have... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's in my service. It's always been my dream to own my own company um, and really kind of be able to take control of the projects from the ground up. That's really that's really my passion. It's always been my dream since I was young. Even when I had my first record deal, I signed my first artist like maybe six months after I signed my own deal. But I'm always kind of been thinking about, you know, I grew up at Myron Puff and Andre Harrell and Russell Simmons and I always wanted to be that. Hell yeah. Um, what would you say, what music do you listen to the most? Who do you listen to now? Who inspired you when you were younger? Who did you listen to when you were younger? Stuff like that. Uh, I listen to everything, you know, Ambrosia, the Queen, to, you know, <clears throat> to Adele, to Jay-Z, to, uh, you know, Marvin Gaye and Bobby Blue Bland and, uh, you know, it, it's a wide plethora of music that I've always been a student of. When I grew up, I listened to Michael. Uh, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. I'm a huge Temptations fan. I love everything Motown. I love NWA. I love, you know, uh, Wu-Tang. I love, you know, the whole Bad Boy era, the Rockefeller era I grew up in, the Rough Riders era I grew up in, you know. So it's, it's my, my playlist is more across the spectrum, just all types of different records. Yeah, that's what I, I feel like a lot of people today they don't really try to widen up their music taste. And that's what I'm really trying to do now. I'm trying to listen to a bunch of different music because people like, I feel like the music back then was way better than it is today. But I still feel like the music today is good. But what would you say, do you listen to the music that people release today, like hip hop, or you try to stick to like the older music, the more classic music? Well, I listen to it all. I think we could find greatness in everything. I just think that there's 60,000 records being submitted every single day. So, it's more music being distributed to the public than ever before. So I don't think that the quality is the problem. I think it's the quantity. It's so much more music. If you shoot the ball 400 times, then if you make it 20 times, it's a bad percentage, but you still got 40 points. Think about that. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that the quality is bad. It just means that there's a larger quantity that makes the percentage go down. So imagine, again, it's 400 shots being put up. And only twenty shots being made. Now let's go. Let's go even further. There's four hundred shots put up, and only forty shots being made. Right? Yep. That's still eighty points. That's eighty points. And if it's ten three pointers, you got almost a hundred points. Right? Mm -hmm. So you can't look at it and say, "Oh, it's not much quality." No, it's just a lot more trash. That's all. You yeah. just gotta weed through it because there's some amazing talent out here. You just gotta be able to be know what you like and, and not be satisfied with the fluff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how many artists do you work with right now? Uh, on my label, I think I have uh, nine artists. Okay, and would you say, I was talking to, to uh, you might know London B, she's a rapper. I was talking to her manager yesterday. We were speaking about the marketing aspect of things, and you work with a lot of artists. What would you say, like, you think marketing is the hardest part for a lot of these artists today? Absolutely, absolutely. It's most difficult part because we live in a time where it, does, it doesn't matter how good the song is. It's all about how... how uh, visible to artists to the public and social media and the following and it used to be a simple marketing campaign you go to radio you work the record people like the artist or like the song and they're drawn to the artist now it's so much more than just the music about the story behind artists and the campaign and the instagram following and the algorithms so yeah it's a lot more difficult but it's still doable it's still possible you just got to work through it 
And as soon as you break one and you break two and you break three, you know, to the races. It's just, you know, yep. the first one is a lot more difficult. Yeah, definitely, for sure. And you've wrote many, many songs. Uh, what would you say, like, if you wrote, like, a really good song and it didn't blow up, how would you feel? Like, because I know you probably wrote some great, great songs that you thought were some of the best work you've done, but they haven't really blown up. How would, how did you feel about that? Well, it happens. You know, just got to keep, um, keep working. You don't really focus too much on the ones that you want. You just got to keep working too. Yeah. And what would you say is one of your, your favorite songs you've written ever, if you had to choose? Um, it's a song called Die for Usher and a song called um, No Such Thing Is Too Late by Brandy. Neither one of those were with tremendous successes, but they were just my favorite uh, songs I've written. Yeah. And I think we might actually have Brandy on coming next year, so I'm excited for that. But yeah, you're one of the first people for our R&B show, which I'm super excited about. Super excited to have you. And if you could just do one more thing for us, just say your name and say mm -hmm. welcome to Slow Jams. What up, what up, it's Rico Love. Welcome to Slow Jams. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, maybe like one to two more questions, but uh, what do you have up next? What do you see yourself doing in one or two years? Um, like I said, I'm developing a record company. I've been focused on developing the artists and building a roster. That's my dream and that's my passion. That's what I'm focusing on. That's great. And I think that should be about it. I thank you. Thank you a lot for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. And I'm excited for what you have coming up next. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Hey, yo, what's up? Yo, this is 50 Cent. I'm Jeremiah. What's up? This your boy, Lil Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. Tune in Tuesday nights from 10 p.m. until midnight on 88.7 FM to hear DJ Z13 live in the mix. I like this mix. <laughs> With CK, Emily, Dante, and Sway on WJCU. I love this station.